Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever it is that y'all are up to at this point in your day. Appreciate y'all joining me each day, giving me a few minutes of your time, and continuing to share the podcast and to help it grow, telling other people about it, because that helps immensely, folks, when you all talk to other people and say, hey, you might want to listen to this. See what you think about this. Just anything helps in that regard. So thank you all. And hopefully, most of all, you're getting a little something out of it and it's helping you and our country at least a little bit. It certainly helps me. Because I learn a lot as I'm going through this. Uh, I was telling someone the other day, it's it's pretty humbling. It's kind of a shame, or I'm I'm ashamed of the fact of how little I have known all these years about these things. So we're going to talk about a subject that we talk frequently about on this podcast in different facets, and that is education. Because of all the destructive results, the 1947 Supreme Court case of separation of church and state has had outside of roles of men and women, marriage and family, the greatest, and this this kind of rolls into that, the greatest single disaster has to be public education. So we're going to use, what all are we going through today? America's God and Country Encyclopedia, uh, Founders Bible and the Patriots Bible. All three of those folks, phenomenal resources. I used to say that the Patriots Bible, or I have said in the past, ought to be in every classroom in the country and home. But I really think I would add, because each of these is just enough different all three of these. I, I can't recommend them highly enough. If you don't have a copy of any one of those, I would order one wherever you want to, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, thrift books, whatever it is that you use to order books, I would recommend having a hard copy of these. Uh, they're phenomenal. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder this name. Uh, Pierre Samuel Dupont de Nemours. Close enough. 1739 to 1817, a French-born American economist and politician. He, along with his son, founded the E.I. DuPont and Nemours Company in 1802 near Wilmington, Delaware. They began to produce a higher-quality gunpowder, which caused their company, especially after the War of 1812, to grow rapidly, eventually becoming the industrial giant of DuPont Industries. Jefferson had commissioned DuPont to survey and report on the status of American education in the early 1800s, and this was part of his report. Most young Americans can read, write, and cipher. Not more than four in a thousand are unable to write legibly. In America, a great number of people read the Bible, and all the people read a newspaper. 
The fathers read aloud to their children while breakfast is being prepared, a task which occupies the mothers for three quarters of an hour every morning. It is because of this kind of education that the Americans in the United States have the advantage of having a larger proportion of moderately well-informed men. A number of things here. Uh, the biggest, the Bible, was a center, center part of the family or, or from the vast majority of Americans at this point. Uh, the second roles of men and women, they're, they're of equal value, folks. This idea that because we have different tasks given us by God means that we're not of the same value. It's just, it's, it's pathetic, really, of the left and the people that push it. And it's so dishonest and disingenuous. That's like saying that you can't have two different things that you value equally. It, it's ludicrous. It doesn't even make any sense. Men and women are absolutely of equal value, but we have different roles. We have different strengths and weaknesses. Anybody that's just been alive almost for longer than 10 years. Kids know this. They know boys and girls are different. If you're married, you certainly know men and women are different. It's not a bad thing, folks. We were created that way to complement each other. The problem becomes when we want to act and be like the other one. And I'm not just talking about transgenderism here. In fact, I'm talking about that probably least of all. I'm talking about when we want to fulfill roles that were carved out for the other gender. We're a man, but, but we want to give over some of our authority to women. We're a woman, but we want to take some of that authority. We want to do something different. That's when we get into problems. Just a little side comment there, just in, in his observations. Uh, fathers reading aloud, fathers in the home. Hello. That's a huge topic. Um, that we still don't talk about enough today. One of the main problems in a lot of families across the country is no father. No father, little leadership. The, sh the ship goes off course, and we see that. Uh, and then being involved in, in the politics so often today, so many people, I, I rarely out in public, folks, unless somebody broaches a subject with me now or a few close friends, I just don't talk about this stuff anymore. Uh, you know, I, I try to because I, I encourage y'all in your sphere of influence. And so I'll I'll start the, the conversation. But what almost in, inevitably what happens is just this glazed overlook because people aren't interested. My father-in-law said uh, he does money. I'll just leave it at that for right now. And and so he's he's followed money for, for most of his career in different forms and fashion. And he said when people come to him for help. It's always because they felt some amount of pain. People are never willing to change until they felt enough pain. And we just apparently I'm shocked by this. But as a country, we haven't felt enough pain yet because we we still would rather be sucked into. And I'm guilty of this far too often, but I'm working on pretty desperately. We get sucked into Netflix or our phones on Instagram, TikTok, the Snapchat, whatever, Twitter or we get sucked into watching sports and we're willing to spend all these hours on these things. But good Lord, talk about God, Jesus Christ, faith. No, no. Talk about marriage. Oh, Lord, no. Uh, pol politics. No. You know, we don't want to talk about any of this stuff. And then when the crazy things start to happen, I I just got this last night. I think it came uh, 
the person that sent it to me, it was the uh, news ticker on, I don't know, Newsmax or something like that. You can go look. This woman, <laughs> this is laughable. This woman got a STD in a car and then sued the insurance company, which I believe was Geico, and was awarded something like $5.2 million. And the details are, are even more insane than that. But we have become a country where the inmates are absolutely running the asylum. And it all goes back to what DuPont said, because the Bible isn't the center there. We don't follow the roles for men and women. And we refuse to engage. It's too uncomfortable. We don't want to talk about these rough subjects. We would rather be entertained, whether it's hours and hours of sports or our phone or movies or even folks, for those of us that like to read, hours and hours of reading for just for entertainment. We just want to be entertained. It's all about that. So I wanted to go back and tie this in a little bit. Education, right? And so and the other thing right there, oh, huge point. He was talking about education in the homes, folks. The primary responsibility for education always rests with the parents. And, and especially today when we have messed up public schooling so bad, has to be with the parents. And we're going to talk about a couple. We're going to briefly scratch the surface in just a minute. But has to be, has to be at home. Benjamin Rush talked about this a number of times. Huge proponent of public education. I believe no man was ever instructed in the truths of the Bible without having been made wiser or better by the early operation of these impressions upon his mind. If moral precepts alone could have reformed mankind, the mission of the Son of God into our world would have been unnecessary. He came to promulgate a system of doctrines as well as a system of morals. The perfect morality of the gospel rests upon a doctrine which, though often controverted, has never been refuted. I mean the vicarious life and death of the Son of God. The sublime and ineffable doctrine delivers us from the absurd hypotheses of modern philosophers concerning the foundation of moral obligation and fixes it upon the eternal self-moving principle of love. It concentrates a whole system of ethics in a single text of Scripture. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another even as I have loved you. By withholding the knowledge of this doctrine from children, we deprive ourselves of the best means of awakening moral sensibility in their minds. So we withhold the Bible. We don't wake up their morality. So simple. So true. Can't have the American Republic. Cannot have a moral and religious people, as Adam said, without the teachings of Jesus Christ. Again, do not have to be Christian in order to be American. But if you're going to be America and you're going to love this country, you have to follow the teachings of Christ. Have to. Whatever that means for you. You've got to get back to Christ. You, you don't want to follow him as your Lord and Savior. Uh, could not be a more catastrophic mistake individually for you, in my personal opinion. But that's your choice. Our founders knew you had to be able to make that choice. But they also knew that the body as a whole, the body politic, had to follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. Going back to Rush, Dr. Benjamin Rush again. Contemplating merely the political institutions of the United States, I lament that we waste so much time and money in punishing crimes and take so little pains to prevent them. 
We profess to be Republicans, and yet we neglect the only means of establishing and perpetuating our Republican forms of government. That is, the universal education of our youth and the principles of Christianity by means of the Bible. For this divine book, above all others, favors that equality among mankind, that respect for just laws, and all those sober and frugal virtues which constitute the soul of republicanism. So what's he getting at? He's saying that our republic, because we're a republic, not a democracy, our republic rests on these teachings of Christ. And yet what do we do? We, instead of teaching them, we withhold teaching of them to our children, right? Instead of promoting these principles of Christ, which would make our, our republic stronger, we don't. And, and then we have all these disasters happen, and then we try and punish after the fact when we've spent no time before the fact teaching our youth. So where does this all come from? Right? So this is out of the Founders Bible, and I'm not going to be able to read the entire section that I wanted to. I'm going to try and just get two paragraphs, three. But... This is a section written by the editor, Barton, I believe, and they're talking about the Bible used to be, until separation of church and state and all the idiocy that followed after that, the the evil idiocy, I guess, maybe the right way to say that, uh, 62, 63, that they, all these decisions take the Ten Commandments out of schools, take prayer out of schools, uh, separation of church and state, schools have to be completely secular. And I'm just going to jump in here, and then if we have time, we'll talk about this a little bit. For example, following the introduction of the new educational policy excluding the fear of the Lord, so going completely secular, academic knowledge plummeted, evidenced by the dramatic decline in college-bound student scholastic aptitude test scores, SAT scores. And you can look, there's a chart here, folks, and, and the average score up until about 66, no. So 62 was when we pulled the Bible, really started yanking the Bible out of schools. And the average score was around 970. And then from around then, 62 until about 74, so 10 years, it dropped until the average was around 900. So a loss of about 70 points, right? Which there's nothing to sneeze at on the SAT, and it, it's, it's very clear, and it hasn't gone back up, uh, or at least doesn't appear to be, from what I can see. Furthermore, in numerous recent international academic competitions, American high school students regularly finish last, near the last, or in the bottom half of students in math and science testing. In fact, one recent international testing found that although American elementary students perform above average when compared with their peers in other nations, junior high students performed only at average, and American high school students finished at the bottom, well below average. This sequence of results prompted one national education magazine to observe the longer U.S. students stay in school, the less they seem to know. Another measurement reflecting the change is that of illiteracy. Only a few decades ago, America had one of the world's highest literacy rates, but now it ranks a dismal 65th in the world among nearly 200 nations. And a number of third world nations currently post higher literacy rates than the United States. 
And this is what I really wanted to get to. Yet, on the other hand, testing results routinely demonstrate that students who participate in faith-based education, whether in home, Christian, or parochial schools, score several grade levels higher than their counterparts in public schools on the same academic tests, regardless of demographic locations or socioeconomic status. And these students also score 40 points or more higher on the college-bound SAT test. There's a lot for folks, way more than I can break down. Uh, but the bottom line is we take Christ out, everything starts to go sideways. Uh, the scores drop. Whether you want to think that that 70-point drop is noticeable or not, they did. Uh, literacy rate drops. And then the difference between, regardless of platform, whether it's homeschool or private school, those students that have uh, a Christian core education perform noticeably better than their counterparts in public education every time. And there's a lot, folks. That's that's kind of an oversimplification. You know, the other comment here, <laughs> the magazine comment about the longer students are in school. Find some teacher that you trust or administrator. I say this so often or counselor and talk to them about the length of the school day and the length of the school year. And yet we haven't noticed any far from getting better, more prepared students. We're, we're getting less prepared students as a whole. The, the, we're not we're not doing a better job. We're doing a worse job because why these students, these kids a, they need God at the center of their education. B, they need to be home with parents. Mom, earlier on, maybe dad, as they get older, but they, they need to see how life functions. But what do we do? We've got them in school now, folks, for 8, 10, 12 hours a day when you start to include extracurricular activities even longer. We're not even raising our own kids anymore. And so I, I, there's just so much more to unwrap here, folks, but I've kept y'all for long enough. So um, the whole point, when you go back to DuPont and Jefferson telling him to look at education in the early 1800s, when you talk about Benjamin Rush, who was a signer of the Declaration, when you look at test scores and results now, you've got to have the Bible in education. And before that, you've got to have it in the family. And, and if we're going to have free public education, which is a huge deal, it has to support the pillars of our American Republic, and it is not right now. We do not have God and Jesus Christ as the center of our education, and we certainly don't have uh, faith and marriages in general at the center of building these students. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. Thank y'all for giving me a little bit of your, your time each day. I hope that y'all are getting something out of it again and going for these little walks with me. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it, folks.